Hello. Hello. Hi, Merlin. Ah, ah, wait, wrong input, output. Ah. Oh, my goodness. Ah, hello. Hello, Merlin. Are, are you, you ready to today? do the program? I am so ready, but I'm only prepared to talk about uh, two things. Uh, okay. But can I ask what at least one of them is? Yes, um, one of them is in our show notes today. Okay, I'll look. Uh, I'm looking. Which um, and and because I know that not all of our listeners are looking at the show notes while they are. Oh my! Uh, doing the show. Oh dear. Do you want to read this title, or should I? Shall I read the title? Um, <clears throat> Dan, are you under the weather? I have the COVID again. Yeah, it's lovely. You, it's you, really you said great. something. I'm sorry to hear that, Dan. You yeah, sound good. Sucks. Thanks, thanks, kids. Bring that home again. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's like I love my kids so much. It's like Merlin. paying for two filthy sponges. Being a dad, you get to it's lick just and it's lick, everything lick that I hope the for. Sponge. <laughs> um, okay, well I'm gonna carry you. Uh, this is gonna be one of those footprints episodes where when you saw one set of footprints, <laughs> that's when I was carrying the show. Um, yeah, this is something that Dan has added to show notes, um, and it's from the Amazon website. This yeah. is the 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 Jalfafa fat orange plush cat stuffed. Animals toy, lifelike yellow tabby cat kitty toy for boys and girls children Xmas birthday gift. 11.8 slash 17.7 inches per n, 11.8 inches per n, sub per n, 30 centimeters. Yeah, uh, I would tw- encourage tw- you 20, to. 21.99 one day. Uh, <laughs> Delivery. Del- del- yeah, delivers tomorrow. Yeah. I would encourage our listeners to review this item and review the reviews of the item. Oh, great. Oh, I love yes, a review. This is, yeah. Let's see what the top reviews say. Uh, I also love questions. <laughs> oh, questions are good. Is he ugly for questions the... Questions are good. Well, okay, so let me just say immediately who this, <laughs> who this first reminds me of. Yeah. I'm going to send this to you, and I will put it in notes <clears throat> from the uh, the delightful um, Adult Swim uh, too many cooks. Yeah. Yes. It looks like Smurf a little bit. A little. Smurf. No spoilers, Smurf. but, you know, <laughs> poor Smurf. Um, he's lived some lives. Uh, question number one, 12 votes. Uh, what happened to Garmfield? Maybe the fat cat is drunk, says Zhao Fafa, who's the seller of this. That's a Z. I, I, I hope I'm saying that right. It's all in caps. Yes. And I'm guessing these folks are probably in, I don't know, like um, Oklahoma. Z H A O Jalfafa Z H A O F A F A Jalfafa. Maybe the fat cat is drunk. Is he ugly for the goose? Are he actually look? Are mm. is he ugly for? This is there's no punctuation. Is he ugly for the goose? Are he actually look like that? Personally, he is really ugly, but he is very cute. Answers Jalfafa. Uh-huh. Question three. Uh, yeah, he does look like smart. He does look like smart. Does it fart? And the person says, Jafafa says, yes. Now, I I mean, it's sort Is of... Is that false advertising? I, well, here's the thing. I mean, it's it's kind of like getting a doll, as you call it, of, uh, of, of Wolverine and mm. saying, you know, uh, does he have... Uh, adamantium coating all of his bones and does he weigh, what was it, a thousand pounds? Mm. And you say, yes, in the comics, but this is a doll. So maybe, I don't know if the doll farts, but I bet whoever this is based on, oh, Dan, look, look at the <laughs> reviews with images. I know. That's what, that's what made me really want to get this thing because yeah. 
it's the reviews are really good. The Great images reviews. are really good. Well, I mean, and like, you know, obviously it's a visual bit, unfortunately. We'll put this in show notes, but uh, yeah. this thing is is uh, is awesome and really unpleasant looking. And when you see it, you know, like we used to have a sponsor on our program years ago where they would ship a mattress to your house in a box. Yeah. And and like that mattress, I feel like I feel like Jafafa cat has uh, just the right sink and just the right bounce, but you get to see it <laughs> sealed very, 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 very tightly vacuum sealed in a bag. And yes. it doesn't look like it's having fun. No, this is not a cat who enjoys breath play. He is mm. finally the lasagna he craved says Beatrice. Good for you, Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Three stars, more stars <laughs> than John Syracuse gave to predestination. Not that I'm angry. I'll put this in the show notes. Dan, we're upon <clears throat> two sets of footprints. And then there was it's going to be a back to work dot limo oh. slash five ninety two. Mm. That's us. Five ninety two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I've stopped preparing for any specific ep- episode, and now I'm just going to keep a running list of of uh, of odds and sods, you know, until the spirit uh, moves either of us. And also, you got the you know, when you said, "What did you say?" If I, I don't like to quote people's text, John says you're not supposed to do that. Um, mm. It says, "You're having the cove here." Yeah, the cove. And you spell it C O V. And given that last night I watched a lot of Roxy music uh, videos, I thought it was like "Do the Strand," like I. <laughs> but you have the cove here. Yeah. When you cough here, kids are sponges. <laughs> it sounds like Bowie, but it's actually that's my uh, Brian Ferry. <laughs> oh, it's a new sensation. It works for both, I think. Well, there's a lot. <clears throat> there's a lot going on at that time with that kind of singing. I per I like David Bowie more than almost any other artist, and I know it's considered fashionable and maybe too fashionable to say Ziggy Stardust. I you know, that's a good album. It's got a bunch of good tracks. Personally, I'm a Hunky Dory man. I think Hunky really? Dory is uh, David Bowie's uh, greatest album, and it represents a very interesting period in his life. It, and him. So on I, that one, you're going to have, if I remember right, oh, yeah. that's changes on that one. Yeah, that one opens with Life on Mars, changes, maybe. Changes, oh, you pretty no. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life on Mars, Eight Line Poem, Andy Warhol, Quicksand. This is off the dome. Um, and um, Andy Warhol, Silver Screen. Warhol. <laughs> Warhol. Um, and you know, you know what you do? The thing is, you've seen that album cover. And yeah. it's such a beautiful album cover of of him kind of doing this Gloria Swanson thing with his face. Now, what you may mm. not see if you don't have the LP in front of you, where you can flip it over, um, he had he was that. I think you could argue that that was David Bowie at his most straight up androgynous in the true sense of the word. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. He's he's wearing uh, what in nineteen seventy one would have been regarded as you know ladies' clothes. He looks kind of like mm. he's dressed kind of like Catherine Hepburn. If I'm being honest, mm-hmm. okay, which suddenly sure. makes this even hotter. Uh, <laughs> David Bowie. Um, I love David Bowie. When I when, when I was always, um, you know, I think I, I try really hard to be a good dad, a good parent, a good you know old old buddy. Yeah, I gave I gave up on that. Yeah, that's smart. I mean, you know, hope is what kills you is what they say on that TV show. Uh, David Bowie, hunky-dory. But um, I, there is an affliction I've always had, I've always struggled with. I think in so many ways, I, if I'm being honest, I have gotten way better about a ton of things than worse over time. 
But there's one thing I'm still terrible about, and I have to admit it, which is I demand that my kid have good taste. And I demand, it's terrible. It's really terrible. Now my kid is 14 and doesn't want to watch anything. And had to be like practically beaten with reeds to watch Fly of the Concords. And, and now the kid's obsessed with Fly of the Concords. And <laughs> yeah, I, of course. I'm not going to say, you know, chocolate and Toy Story because we don't say that anymore. It's, it's, you can't tell the kid there's other things in life you used to claim not to like that you hadn't tried. But um, one time when my kid was very young, I, I tried, I, there's a funny video I've posted of trying to get my kid to listen to the move uh, with the great Roy Wood. I've, uh, uh, there's been all kinds of things where I couldn't get my kid into it. And one around that same age, three, four, five, trying to get, get my kid into David Bowie. And so we listened to Hunky Dory. Same with the Pixies, all those things that I demanded my kid appreciate. And at one point I said, you know, kid, um, you know, Dave, David Bowie was, was a genius. And my approximately four-year-old in a car seat in the back eating orange slices goes, well, if he's such a genius, why have I never heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think might have been an early troll title yeah, it was an early, early that's a very early early troll. early troll dan um you probably don't want to talk about covid oh no i'll, I'll talk about it but before we before oh, you do sorry. that i just want to oh, point sorry. out one, just, one thing is you'll talk about the cat i'll talk about the cat i will talk about covid the other thing though is uh something that we talked about last week that twitter people brought up but i'll get to that in a second because that's important let's talk about something important mm. I, I just want to throw in that uh let's dance bung, dung, the dung, album dung, dung. Now, you know how we all say that's that like, we all have a Stevie Ray Vaughan playing on that album. Yes. We all have a favorite band. We all have a favorite Stevie, Stevie uh, Bond. We all have a favorite Bond, but we also have a Bond who is... Your Bond. Our Bond. Yeah. The same way we might have a I don't love that Roger Moore is my Bond, but he is. But he is. Now, my favorite Bond, I hate, you know, everyone says Sean Connery, but it's oh. true. I like Sean Connery Thank the best. But my great. Bond is, for better or for worse, it is Roger Moore because that's when I was born. Yeah. The, the David Bowie album... Remember when he's in the bathtub album, and you can see his knees? Of course. Yeah. The David Bowie album that is, quote unquote, my David Bowie album, for better or for worse, is Ziggy Stardust. Let's Dance. Oh, of course. That makes a ton of sense. Because I was, the, I was yeah, let's the see, age. what year? 1980 yeah. is when this came out. No, that was Scary Monsters in 1980. This is 1982. Yeah, it looks like Scary 1982. Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. 83. The music uh, that you imprint on when you're 13, 14, 15 yes. is, I think, some of the most intense relationships. At least in my, I'll speak for myself. Yeah, most, no, 100%. That was my 13 was the beginning of my real Beatles period. Mm, that takes me sure. all the way up through Ozzy Osbourne and Night Ranger. Oh, nice. <laughs> but see, you've got on this one, you've got Let's Dance, obviously. Dun, dun, you've dun, got dun, uh, dun. Modern Love, China, China, China Girl, Girl, Iggy Pop and song. the Cat People song. Putting out fire with gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> So that's my. Uh, that's, that's my that, I like Bose that. I like album. that anecdote, and I agree. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm happy for David Bowie. I'm I, I'm happy that he, that was like a big smash that he got some overdue, you know, love for. I, it's not. I don't know, but it's. I don't know. It's not. It's not my favorite, but um, he's he had quite a ride, and there was a lot of cocaine, Dan. There's a lot, there's a, there's a, there's some, some pretty good movies and documentaries. Like it was a weird, it's weird that he chose to appear in movies at the time when he appeared to be the most gacked out. There's, right. there's a really upsetting documentary <laughs> where he basically just looks like he's dying as he drinks milk for most oh of the movie. God. He sits in the backseat of a car looking like he's literally fading away before us. He's got like, kind of like, uh, I, I want to say almost, um, uh, who's Batman? Christian Bale in, mm. in The Mechanic. 
energy. Oh, yeah, he looked, he looked he's so bad. He's done too many it. things to his body. I don't think it's wholesome. No, he won't. He's not actually alive anymore. Well, he's in that wonderful Taika Waititi movie as the God Killer guy uh, who has a name, but I forget it. Um, but he's, and he's, oh, he did a little transformation. Yeah. He's good. He's real good in that. He did a big transformation, I think, for that. Obviously, he did, uh, he totally Dick Cheney'd out for that, uh, the, the George Bush movie. It was a Cheney movie, I guess, technically. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot he was in that. He was so, that was crazy watching him. In that. Yes, I totally agree. Insane. Somebody Insane. posted a photo yesterday of him, because you know, he's, he was a child actor. He was in, was he in Newsies? I, what I know him from is Henry V. He has a small mm-hmm. role in Henry V, but he's in that scene I love where Henry V gives the speech, you know, the beginner of all the stational gentle his condition. That speech at uh, Agincourt, where Kenneth Branagh, you know, gives the speech, and you can see him in the audience and Brian Blessed. Uh, uh, it just it's a, it's a murderer's row of great Shakespearean actors. Mm-hmm. But somebody posted a photo of him in 1987 in acid wash jeans, like with a video game <laughs> controller, and it's so cute. <laughs> Um, I've already got too much to find for notes, but look at see that photo I sent you. Doesn't he kind of look like Catherine Hepburn in a good way? Very much so. I've never seen this photo before ever. And look at that. They call Mick Ronson. He was still Michael back then. Michael Ronson. Now he has a son who became like a famous music guy too. I think his name, his son's name is Mark. I want to say, you know, back in those days, it, it like, if you wanted to like, I'm not saying David Bowie would have fit into this, but yeah. like, if you liked a, um, I don't know, um, an alternative kind of a band or musician or something, yeah. you could potentially lose friends over that. I think I've told especially the story. Especially in I was, England. Especially in England. England is, I was in, England has, has always, at least historically, has always had such bright lines between genres. Really? I mean, well, they're the ones who came up with, you know, are you a mod or are you a rocker? You ever seen Quadrophenia? Oh, yeah. Like, people, people come to blows oh, over whether you like melodic, Swedish melodic death metal or new wave of British heavy metal or, you know, people... It's very, and, and Roderick has talked about this, that is reflected also in like how hard it is to like book a tour through Europe. Cause you know, it's a whole bunch of different countries. And then in the UK, you know, who knows what they like. So go ahead. Sorry. I'm trying to carry Oh no, you. I was, I was just going to say, I think mm. I was in fifth grade and uh, somehow I was, I was outed as being a fan of Devo. Oh yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, it's like, it, you know, Rachel, like, Rachel A, listen, listener Rachel A is, is a huge fan of Devo. Yes. Yeah. Yes, as was I, and I loved it, and I thought bono, that... Um, bono, bono, bono. <laughs> it never occurred to me that, like, that would be a divisive thing, but, like, I actually had, like, several friends, you know, I, I, I don't know if this is something that kids uh, still do in, in class uh-huh. when they find out that, like, one of their friends likes a band, Yeah, but they would put up the little, they would make the, the, the cross with their fingers as if I was uh, uh, like, a vampire. Like you're a uh, yeah, to like like be be gone, uh, Devo. Can I ask you? Was uh, this lover? in Florida that this was happening? Yeah, of course it was. I think I don't want to bag on Florida <laughs> because of the hurricane, or just in comma. <laughs> but I, I've told my kid this numerous times. There's no not many places on this planet that I have ever felt more menaced than every time I was in the parking lot of a Seven Eleven in Florida after dusk. There's just this. There's just this. This kinetic angry potential for violence in Florida, like all the time people are in my experience anyway, maybe because I'm a wuss, people are so aggressive and like, I don't want to, I don't want to say, say what, what a word for what people probably said about you. But like, I know as somebody who liked weird bands, you know, the nice version of is a three letter starts, starts with G ends with Y like, 
guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, but like yeah. you listen to that music. That, <laughs> that, that's the nice way of saying it. Like the, that David Bowie stuff is gay. Like that's the kind of thing yeah. that, oh, that right. every everybody just said. Because there could be no more of a death sentence for your coolness and cred than being declared to be, you know. Just, no, that would be that. That yeah. would be the end. That would be the end. And I think Devo. I mean, that that Whippet video is pretty strange. It's got the lady from the John Waters movies in it. I would forget her name, but uh, what's her name? It's not Mink Stoll. It's the other one. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, wait a minute. Um, uh, Edith. Edith Massey. I want to say. Is that? I bet it's Edith. Is that I think it might be it? Edith Massey. I think. When she says, Mark, dinner's ready or whatever. Oh, yeah. I, it might be a messy or it might be having some kind of a neurological event. Um, there is a <laughs> video that I'm going to put in show notes right now. It's great for lots of reasons. Dan, you probably don't know this, but I, I really like music and I spend a lot of my time doing things uh, around music, like yeah. listening to I've music. Never, I never picked up on that. Uh, music is the single biggest force in my life, um, uh, you know, pound for pound over time. Uh, I, I am, above all, first and foremost, a fan, which, uh, again, I know that's not fashionable. I don't want to cover myself with glory. But above all else, I am a fan before everything else. Um, and there's a video that I, I think is, it might be, it's almost like watching like a, a movie. I was watching uh, James Whale's uh, Frankenstein uh, yesterday um, from 1931. And like, oh, God, because... <laughs> F and Peacock, man. They've got tons of the classic Universal. Peacock has so much stuff. They've got a bunch of the classic Universal movies. You Frankenstein know. is actually like a great movie. It for is. So many the performances reasons. are extremely bad, but the movie itself and the effects and everything, and they're great prints also. But anyhow, I was, I was, um, what was my point of that? I was watching Frankenstein. Oh, you can't really appreciate a movie from 1931 in the same way. The same way that, like, I, I, I I've been saying the most obvious thing in the world for, for to friends for the last few months, which is like, have you watched a good print of Citizen Kane lately? Because I know, surprise, Citizen Kane has was for many years considered at least the greatest American film ever made. But it's truly shocking as a film fan in 2022 to go back and rewatch Citizen Kane. And if you like movies and how they get made, I defy you to just to watch that movie and not appreciate from the beginning the long focus shot of we can see. Um, little uh, little Charles outside playing with his sled through the window with this deep focus, but Agnes Moorhead in the foreground is also in focus, and you're like, how was this done? I know he didn't invent that. I know he had a lot of help, mm. but blah, blah, blah. But you can't... It's difficult. It's difficult to go back and watch Blade Runner and see it with fresh eyes because, you know, it's one of those movies, or 2001, one of those movies that has Alien, maybe, have had such an influence on genre movies it's difficult to not watch it and just go, yeah, I've, I've seen a million versions of this, you know? And so I was watching, I was watching Gremlins a couple days ago. The Great Joe Dante. Yes. And I was, there was a I lot was of Gremlin stuff at the Spirit Halloween this year. And I don't know why. Is it, is it a TikTok thing? Okay. So this is the weird thing. This is the weirdest thing is it's like Gucci now has a whole line with, with Gizmo on it. Mm. Not Gizmo from what we do in the shadows, but the, the other Gizmo. Gizmo likes it. And yeah, it's like Actually, it is it's a fashion thing. It's a fashion. Yeah, Gizmo, it's a I think fashion the first thing. time Gizmo likes it. <laughs> yeah, but what was weird was watching that movie. I mean, there were a handful of things that, as I watched it, I'm like, I remember watching this as a kid and thinking these were like the best things in the world. And watching them now, it's like, mm, okay, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, I get it. We don't. Doesn't you know, it like have the Phoebe Cates in it? 
Um, Is it Phoebe Cates the girl in Gremlins? Yeah, she's the one that, yeah, Phoebe, yeah, she was in that. She was the main sort of like love yeah, interest. with the guy. Uh, with the guy, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, this movie overall, like the effects are still really good. The kitchen scene where the mom, uh, no spoilers, is is doing stuff. That, that so scene, cute. Very, it's still a very great scene. It's got Hoyt Axton, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I mean, all of the, the whole movie was really, but than you, really. But also, it's, it's one of those movies like perhaps like, God, a movie that, I didn't see as a kid and freaked me out as an adult is um, related to Goonies. Goonies is such a weird, upsetting movie. It's so weird. And it's I think, so weird. I th- it, I, I'll bet, well, I'm about to say something that doesn't make any sense. I, I bet if I went back and watched Gremlins, it would be darker than I remember. It's a little, it gets dark. You get that, what's his name, Spike? Yeah, Spike is pretty, he's pretty mean. Yeah. Uh, and he does some pretty horrible things. And, you know, what's weird about it is there. <clears throat> You know, I, when I watch a movie like this, especially one that I've seen so many times, um, there really is like this nostalgia. But if you look right. through this nostalgia from a childhood movie like yeah, that, it, and you it just see it holds up. Yeah, it really holds. But here's the interesting thing is like there are these amazing shots of Gizmo when he's like in the backpack. Which, by the way, I don't know why but it instantly was making me think of Tony Stark in the uh, in the Iron Man costume. Uh, because it's sort of like a close-up of his face and the... I don't know. Oh. Anyway. Um, oh, the, the oh close I see. Up I see. Shots, it's like framed. Like, yeah, and I the close-up shots of Gizmo look very different from... Like more detailed and he has these little eye movements and all of this other stuff that he's doing. Yeah. It turns out that... I got to send you this picture yeah. because I took... I told him I got to send you this, okay. <laughs> this picture <clears throat> of how they did this. They had a completely separate Gizmo that was... I'm not even going to tell you. I just want you to look at this picture. That's oh the gizmo that God. they used for the close-ups. Oh, no. I hate this. That's what they this. used for the close-ups. Oh, Dan, we'll put this <laughs> into notes. Dan has sent me a... It's like the opposite of a Peter Jackson effect. Like, imagine if instead, like, you were shooting it with, with all little people, and then uh-huh. this gizmo... Is this a person in a suit? I don't... I think it's animatronic. I think this, it's all animatronic. There was a giant gizmo. Is taller than peter dinklage for sure yeah <laughs> wow yeah, yeah. um so this is, so whenever you would see him like hmm. in the backpack or or he's popping out yes. of the the thing and so i'll show you i'll show you what he would look like this is going to be that shot as seen in the I'll, movie uh, i'll see if i can get this uh get this into notes Oh, he's so cute. Um, the reason I <clears throat> mentioned the the Frankenstein and other things that the it's hard to go back. It's hard to go back and watch the video that I just added to notes and appreciate it for what it was at the time. Fifty years ago, right? David Bowie and his dudes go on um, Top of the Pops, which is the you know the British show that's been around forever. People come out and lip sync a song. Um, I I. I, I saw the, the, the there's a, tri- why do I do this to myself? I'll try to find this for notes. On Spotify, there, I think they actually recorded or mixed or something. They put together a special track for when they were going to p- perform on um, on top of the pops. I'm pretty sure Bowie sings live. But in any case, 1972, you know, they, people knew about David Bowie, right? He had this one, this one hit in kind of in obscurity. I don't know if everybody knows that Space Odyssey was kind of a, not a fluke exactly, but it was not like the beginning of a consistent career where he had hits every month. There was a, a period then where he was kind of a little bit in the wilderness, experimenting with his Anthony Newley, like dance hall style that is so mm-hmm. so prevalent on Hunky Dory. But 
of course, I think probably around or bef- around the time of the release of Ziggy Stardust, they went on top of the pops and did Starman. And I, I from what I can gather, the performance of David uh, of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars doing Starman on top of the pops is to English kids kind of equivalent to American kids seeing the Beatles on Ed Sullivan. Or oh yeah, where like sure. there are there are so many people who got into you know glam rock or later punk rock or the, and it all started all these kids who like there's, a, there's also there's that very funny scene in Twenty Four Hour Party People where there's the the, the famous scene where uh, the Sex Pistols and Buzzcocks had played at the Manchester Free Union Hall and there were right. whatever forty people there but those people went on to form. You know, Joy Division, New Order, Simply Red. Um, I think Morrissey was supposedly there, 1977. But like, and then there's a funny scene when they go back to the guy's house and uh, the black guy. You go back to his house and he tears his David Bowie poster down because now he's all about punk rock. Well, the reason people got that David Bowie poster a few years earlier, a lot of it started with Starman on top of the pops. And I think if you get yourself in the right state of mind to watch this, you can appreciate how bananas this performance seemed to people sitting at home in like Yorkshire. It's in notes, David Bowie Starman. Very cool. Um, well, before I, before I tell you about the thing that is oh, important, that is the other topic that I was prepared to discuss with you. Well, I didn't need to prep for this at all. Did I? No, okay. I would like to yes, first tell you about you. something that I like. Right. I'd love to hear it. Would you? It's Masterclass. Masterclass. Oh, wait, hang on. Masterclass. Masterclass. So Masterclass is a fantastic, we say primary uh, fantastic class now. operation. <clears throat> No, I don't think they're going to change it. Okay. I feel like they're running with this. Okay. They're just going to wait. And just like if you have a tie that you had in like 1988, wait long, that tie is... Wait long enough, it comes back around. It's back around. Yeah, like one of those wo- woolen Tom Hanks bosom buddies ties that are kind of like oh, blunt yes. at the bottom. I thought that was a yes. terrific... With a plaid shirt. That was a ter- I wore terrific those when I worked one. at Publix as a, as a, a bag boy and as a part-time pleasure. stockman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so Masterclass, they teach you how to do amazing things and the classes are taught by the most amazing people. So if you just go to masterclass, they are their videos. That's, that's part of one component. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's what you call them. So basically you have different categories and the categories are, could be things like design and style or writing or science and tech, home and lifestyle food. And you pick one, let's just pick food. Listen to who they've got uh, to tell to teach about food right here. They got, they got your buddy, uh, Gordon Ramsay's talking about, Oh, he, he knows cooking. from food. It's He's got several Muhammad. You got Wolfgang Puck on there. I've, you got I've had his Franklin, triangular my, sandwiches my at airports. Nice. Mm-hmm. You go to the design and style section. Mm. Okay, you're going to see in there, you're going to see people like Mark Jacobs. You're going to see Bobby Brown in there. You're going to see uh, Jimmy Chin is in there. I mean, they got everybody in the most interesting different categories to teach you. And the way that this works is, first of all, you can go in there. And you can watch this on a website, you can watch this on your phone, you watch it on a tablet, you can watch it on pretty much anywhere. And what's so much fun about these is that they're all set up so you can absorb them in about 10 minutes. They're, that is not the complete series, but each video is about 10 minutes long. They're broken down into these 10-minute segments. So you can explore it. I, I call pace. them chunks. Chunk it. So you could be sitting there and you're like, you know what? I'm waiting for my you know kid to finish the thing at the dentist. I've got 10 minutes. I'm going to watch I a little Gordon I like think of it like courses in a fancy meal. I like, like that. Like you might get an amuse-bouche. 
Um, and there might be a soup course, but like you're mm-hmm. gonna get a full meal out of these. And they put it all together, and there's like a little syllabus I've seen for for some of the things. It's practically like a like a study guide for like no seriously. Why don't you really learn negotiation from Chris Foss? The guy knows what he's talking about. I've heard there are people who jump around in the order of these things. They don't listen to them. They don't go or watch them rather. They don't go from like one, two, three. They jump around. Yeah. You can do that. I mean, I guess you can do that. I jump. I guess you can do that. Mm -hmm. But there's so many. These are world-class masters that are at the top of their field. And all of these are supported by these amazing downloadable materials. So if you're watching something that's about cooking, you're going to get these amazing recipes that are like, it's not like a, like a little crappy, like PDF. It's like a beautiful cookbook that you're going to get, essentially like a, like a mini cookbook to go with it. All the materials are downloadable. Like everything is there. And uh, annual membership starts at $180 a year, but that gives you access to everything, whether it just comes out or whether it's been out, you get full access. There's hundreds of these videos that are out there. Again, you watch it on iOS, Android, your desktop, Apple TV. They even got a Fire TV and a Roku app for this They stuff. still make those. Whatever you they need, still make you're going to be able to get the masterclass on your, on your streamer or your stick. That's right. Yeah. So I, Merlin, I highly recommend that uh, our listeners check this like out. Get unlimited access to every masterclass. And as a Back to Work listener, you're going to get 15% off the annual membership, which is huge. Yeah. Masterclass.com slash back to work. Go there now. Again, masterclass.com slash back to work for 15% off Masterclass. Love their site. Use it myself. Thanks very much to Masterclass for making this show possible. Merlin Xavier, man. Thanks, Masterclass. Buck, buck. <clears throat> so may I may I discuss this topic? I guess, yeah. All right. This is important. Okay. On last week's show, we talked about Tom Cruise and peak Tom Cruise, movies that are peak Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people reached out to me, most of them over email, some of them over Twitter, mm. with their own thoughts, feelings, opinions about Tom Cruise and, and peak Tom Cruise. Was there, was there a range of opinions? Yes. There were no but, two that but were opinion, the same. opinions strongly held. Strongly yeah, held. I had a feeling. And what occurred to me is, and I, I already have a prediction about this. I have a tweet about this. But I told the internet that I would propose to you and that you would say no, that we do a special breakout show called Peak Cruise, hmm. where we watch every single Tom Cruise movie Oof. in order. Wow. I know. That is and a lot of work, Dan. I know. I said you would say no. Well, but I didn't say I'm no, down for it. I'm just first time hearing about it. That's crazy. You may have to do it. Okay. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a professional thing. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of movies. It's a lot of movies. Can we just watch the Scientology presentations? <laughs> just They're almost repeat. as long. <laughs> I mean, that counts as a movie. Because like this, maybe I just like the idea because it, I came up with it while I was like feverish with COVID. Yes, you were uh, doing the strand. Yeah, the uh, that's uh, definitely something that's an idea. Every Tom Cruise movie, good, bad, and ugly. Um, I um every every appearance he's made on TV, everything. Okay. Okay. Well, that's uh, we'll save that for our, our next offsite. We'll talk about that. Go. We'll get out the big okay. markers and the big sheets. And uh, well, I pro- I put it out there. It's in the world. Yeah. And I would say if people like the idea, uh, uh, tweet about it. And if you don't like the idea, just stay quiet. Thank like you. Well, isn't that going to create a certain kind of bias toward the people who want it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Been learning about bias. Um. Uh, Do you have any strong opinions either way about bias? 
Um, well, I've started watching the videos of this guy who's a really good math maths teacher. And uh, what was the one? I find this is you know I, I you know how I am with words. I like words, and I like when I learn when there's a concept, a nebulous sort of nebulous concept, at least in my head, and then I learn that there is actually a word for it, and it is a thing. Um, I just heard the phrase voluntary bias. Um, and there's probably other names for it, but like, it's the idea, and this is, he was talking about this in the context of survivorship bias and, you know, in a nut, like what we, we tried to learn a lot from the World War II planes that survived getting shot down when we should have been trying to learn about the World War II planes that were shot down. (laughs) You learn a lot more about where to put the armor from, from the ones that died than you do from the ones who survived. (laughs) Right. It's it's such a good video, but yeah. And, um, voluntary bias is more of like, I think he's using it in the context of talking about like online reviews and for example, or anything where like you know, somebody picks up the phone to answer a, a phone poll. Like, you're going to get results from people who answer the phone. Like, I know that sounds obvious, but I think that's part of the problem with polling these days is that there's not many people with landlines. And anyway, there's all that stuff. But basically, the, the people who, like, fill out a survey are going to be the people, you know, who have their reasons to fill out a survey. And, you know, it's... Yeah. Until we understand that, uh, that the American health system is, is, uh, is based on either wealth or employment, we're never really going to solve anything here. Did you know that? I mean, I'm, 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 I can't say I disagree. Put that up. Uh, mainly, all, all I really, really want to talk about this week was a, a compost bag, a new kind Ooh, of compost bag that. that I got. Tell me about that. Yeah, I've been turning over my head, and I don't have any way to make this interesting. And yet, this has been a transformation formative product in my life mm. already. And, and, but my, my lady friend agrees. Um, it's transformative. Um, what, what, is there, are there other things? See, I got a lot of stuff here that's going to seem not very interesting now. You're pulling no, out the big gun and David Bowie dressed like <laughs> Catherine Hepburn and like, how's a fellow compete? <laughs> how do you lead with that and follow it up with something as good? I don't know. You know what? Oh God, this is all terrible. I got, Okay. You know what? Nobody cares about my compost bags. Listen, here's here's. No, I, I want to hear. They say about the future of this stuff is narrow casting. I imagine. Um, here's the thing: if you're a person, you saw that lizard. What? You saw that lizard? I hope so. so I saw it like 20 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, let me see. Let's go check, let's go in, check on in, in on him. It's been a while. Is he dormant or whatever? He uh, does? Brumating? No, not right now. He's, I, you know, I think he's he's getting older. I'm guessing it's really hard to know what's happening with a lizard. Um, like internally? Well, I mean, the thing I always fall back on is because like, we're a family that has no compunction about projecting emotions or, um, or sort of a a Weltanschauung onto uh, an animal and even probably some, you know, inanimate objects. So we'll often like, I'll narrate like what he's thinking, for example, when he's out and walking around and usually Bando, he'll turn his head a little bit. And he kind of turns his head, and his eye looks up, and this is what what I think he's thinking. Hmm. That's usually what he's saying is, hmm. Okay, for example, now here's one. I'm gonna send this to you. This is Bando from over the over the weekend, maybe. No, it's a few. It's like a week ago. But this is Bando, who's very broad, has a, a nice low center of gravity. But look at that gut hanging over the branch, and look at and yet oh. so. Oh, he looks he looks bigger. Oh, somehow. so much dignity. And uh, <laughs> he's so dignified. This is him um, on Sunday walking around in our primary bedroom, our default bedroom. Uh, that's him. I just sent you that. 
Now, how much is he out and left to his own devices? Is this like you'll bring him out, put I him mean, down, and you stay with him, or you just half of that him? pretty often? Half of that almost every day. He we take him out and like try to hang with him. Um, and I mean, basically, he's a lizard. He's a, he's an idiot. Like mainly, he likes. He, he will take him out. We got a ramp for him so he can look out the back window and gaze meaningfully into the Pacific Ocean. And he'll do that for a couple of minutes, and then he'll go tap, 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 tap. He's really cute. He kind of looks like a bulldog. You can tell by the way he looks. Isn't he cute, that second one? And he, um, he's the best boy. He comes down the ramp, tap, 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 tap. And then he goes over to the area where all the like tech is for the TV and everything and the, the, the food saver and all that stuff and, and the video game consoles. And he likes to be in amidst wires and cables which I think is the way that a lizard feels safe by being other under things, especially like if he sleeps, it's generally going to be underneath his rock or underneath his log. Um, this is manifestly not interesting, but I do have some very moving photos of him appearing to gaze into the sunset when, and he's thinking, Hmm, like here's one. Okay. Look at this one. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's such a good now, there's boy. There's one where you put him, it looks like you put him outside, and there's a video of him Oh, when free. he's eating? Yeah, Madeline likes to take him outside. And she took... Is that okay? Okay, for whom? Like, if he's oh, if he's put outside, yeah, you need not, to, he's... is he, could he, like, start, because when I was a kid, I had, very briefly, I had an iguana. And you look at them, and they move kind of slow, but it's an They're act. They're little, little, because... little ones with the buggy eyes and kind of the sharp, thin-looking thing. They're sort of pointy. I mean, they're not that little. They're they're pretty big. Oh right, okay, 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 okay. Like Jub Jub, in yes. the Simpsons, right? Yes, yes. And these these things, they're 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 actors because they move really slow. But if they want to start going fast, they're they can run. I'm not kidding. They can run a good fifty, sixty. Miles well, that's the hour. problem with alligators. That's the same as an alligator. Because an and alligator they, just needs like to go not... tap, 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 and like lift itself off the ground a little bit. Those right. legs are short, but the, all it's those gone. legs are doing it's. I'm really closer to a hovercraft than like a dog, and and like it, you know, you, you know, you know, if you're being chased by an alligator, you know you got to zig and zag because they will outrun you. But uh, Bando then take you down to its meat locker. Looks like he's not. He's either not trying to get away or he. Well, moves this is our second slowly. disappointing pet that we thought was going to be more like YouTube videos. Um, our cat was a uh, RIP um, to our to our really really horrific cat, but uh, you know what's funny is tomorrow will be the third anniversary of uh, Bando coming into our home. Oh, tomorrow! Wow. Yeah, happy third anniversary, Bando. Um, he like we'd seen videos like those vines where like you know bearded dragons get up on their le back legs and like run. Or like mm -hmm. they really eat, eat blueberries in a really cute way, and we don't get a lot of that. I've only ever seen him drink water once, and it was last I'm week. I'm seeing him down there with the, with the wires. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. If you look at his account, you'll probably see some. Uh, yeah, it's a good account. So a serious couple serious questions. Oh man, C serious questions. Yes. Does does he require any kind of like real maintenance other than you know you put the food I'm in? Gonna, I'm going to say something that uh -huh. I, I don't have a strong opinion about pets in general. And I absolutely, yeah. I don't, I'm not here to like sell you a lizard. Okay. Title. I'm not here to sell you a <laughs> lizard, but what I will say with some degree of confidence is that this might be the best pet that a person can own. It's because I'll tell you why my kids really want me to get a low, cat. Oh, come on. Well, cats are and great, but you don't want a what cat. What I think is this. I think I say, look, kids, I got, an, I got a cat. I know you. Yeah. I'm going to say, I, I got a, what? I say, you. I'm going to got a cat. Mm -hmm. And then they come back and I've got one of these things in there. 
I'm like that, Dad. What do you tell? What is that? And I'm well, like, you should that's come our, up with some kind of a cat. colloquial name. Like, well, that's a dirt cat, or you know, right. just make something up. You know, because they're, they're, I'm seriously it's not costly. Do they... It's not costly. It's a lot of fun. Now he doesn't play in horse around like a mammal would, because he literally right. has the brain of a lizard. Yeah, and, lizard brain, as they say. Yeah, you got to do stuff like what are the things you got to? The main thing is getting his habitat set up. His, his or they. Uh, habitat set up. So they got like a got like a like an aquarium type thing with a lamp, a bright lamp that yeah, makes them feel Yeah, it's a, vi- a vivarium. Warm. It's a living aquarium, uh, and it uh, you got to get a heat lamp. You got to get a UV lamp. You get a rock for it to be uh, be be warm on, and they like to sit on there and gape. And it's really cute. Um, now, and there, then you, there are it helps some... to put stuff on its food, and sometimes you need to help it poop by giving it a bath because it makes bird poop. Because lizards are basically birds, and they make a bird poop. They make a poop that's it's a poop and a pee. Combo of everything. Yeah, it's like a very unpleasant black and white cookie. <laughs> and a lot, I've got photos. It's a lot bigger than you would you would have imagined. So if if you have one of these things, yeah, a dirt. Uh, what is it called? A dirt cat. Dirt cat. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you have a dirt cat, <clears throat> does it? I, and I'm not. I'm not saying this no. to be to be silly. No, I, I've been over people's houses where they have reptiles like snakes and things like that. Yeah. And there's a certain there's a certain smell I associate with reptiles, yeah, and I'm curious if that. if that's here with him. I can't tell. We moved it out of my kid's room, and I used to think that it was the lizard, but I think it might just be the uh, the room of a teenager. <laughs> of a teenager. And my child. kids, my my kids. Well, I think the kids' personal hygiene is uh, above reproach, but the organizational systems in place in that room are very very upsetting, by which I mean non-existent. But if you get a dirt cat, the nice thing is they're not very they're not very costly. They're they're really easy to take care of. If you if you don't need like I've gotten obsessed with this show Syracuse turned me on to. Um, it's a I think it's it's on HBO Max. I don't know like where it comes from, but it's an English TV show called The Doghouse. Um, and of course, because it's here, it's called The Doghouse UK. You know, for namespace pollution reasons. Um, you know, like the beat, the English beat. You know what I'm saying? Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. Wham UK. Yeah. You know, Wham Philadelphia, those kinds of things. Um, but it's called the Doghouse, and it's about this uh, dog, like the people who care for dogs that are like abandoned or, you know, d- given up, and then they try to they re, as to use their phrase, they rehome them. And it's about people coming in, very interesting and polite and eccentric English people come in, and they, the 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 the, ca- the crew of this place who are all each cuter than the other, they're adorable. This whole group of dog people, they set you up with the dog that they think would be a good match for you. And and that's... Now, if you're like the guy who wants a dog that jumps on you, I don't know right. why you'd want a dog that jumps on you. That That's a non-starter for me. But yeah. but if you want one of those dogs that's in like... like a, let's say like, I don't know, like a Jack Russell or a um, or a, a Border Collie or, um, or a, like a Husky. If you want a right. big personality in the middle... Oh, God, a pug. One of those in-the-mix in, in kind of pets... This is probably not for you, right? If you get a young one, like just go go to the Petco or whatever, go to a pet store, and they'll they'll have, they'll be you know uh, cheek to jowl with these little guys. You can check them out. They're really cute when they're little. They're the young and adolescent ones have more things you've got to do to care for them. But um, I, I I'm not here to sell you a lizard, or or as you say a dirt cat. But right, <laughs> a dirt cat. I'm loving that. But me too. Uh, it's. I don't know. You see, maybe you should rent one. Just see what you think. Once you, once you, you is that a thing people do? There ought to be. You could rent ours. I could, I could ship it to you. I mean, it doesn't move a lot, you know. And like I say, it was um, 
Madeline got a video of him drinking water, and I swear to Christ. Now, the kid swears they've seen the lizard drinking water before, but they get some of the, a lot of their water, I guess, I don't, not subcutaneously, but like they don't like, they're lizards. They live in deserts. They're dirt right. cats. They're not like, yum, 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 like me with this, all these seltzers, you know, that's not like that. No. But then you get to feed them worms, and you can watch them eat worms, which is amazing. I like that. Hornworms are upsetting. Have you ever seen a hornworm? Or as, yeah. you call, as you say, tomato worms? Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Well, I would love to revisit this on our productivity program. I'd love to come back to dirt cats <laughs> and the whole idea okay. of, um, I think, a lo- not a long con exactly, but certainly a deep deception of your children. A, ga- a, a, a sort of yeah. like, uh, I don't know, a, um, a familial gaslighting. Yes, exactly. Have you thought of a name you like yet? No. Hmm. I'm still adding no. names to my pet list. We've got uh, uh, 10 years of notes now of, of every time we've had a pet name. I haven't read this in a while. Since <clears throat> This is going to be one of our very special have nothing to do with what our audience is here for episodes. Can I read you some of the names for pets that we've had over the years? Yeah, I'd like to hear that. It starts, it starts with Sprinkle and ends with Gizmo. Sp- okay. Sprinkle, Noodles, Come Here, Pancake, Mittens, Cracker, Scraps, Chappy, Mitzi. Puppy, Pim, Scoops, Rosabelle, Walter, Sushi, Bonnet, um, Pepsi and Pepsi Jr., which I think is an Adventure Time joke. <clears throat> Jarvis. <laughs> a lot of these you could tell what we were watching at the time. Yeah. The dates us. Yep. Uh, pizza, Pickles, Puppy Cat, but being Puppy Cat. Kibble, Princess Fluff, Edgar, Daniel, Mr. Biscuit, Scooter, Beach, Stuffy Cotton Ball, Ziggy, Daisy, Gookie, Gyoza, Truffles, Kirby from the great uh, artist, um, Jack Kirby, uh, Precious, Cardinal. I love Cardinal. Theodore. Oh, Cardinal Theodore. That sounds like somebody who'd be on Letterman. Uh, Lily, oh. Colette, Cedric Diggory, Hello Kitty, Butterscotch, Nubbin, Buttercup, Lord Nibbler, Taco, Tobiko, Nachos, Cozy Bear, Chips, Beezy, Buckets, Peewee, Cupcake, Sherbet, Cat Cat, Pep Pep, Wasabi, Miffany, uh, uh, from, from the great novel The Rook, uh, Kipple, Princess Zelda, um, which I think is that little, that little boy with the sword, uh, Hoffman, oh, that's that, uh, and Perkins show Frosty Pascal Tribeca uh, uh, Bibolo, which is the name of a cat that I used to have. Um, Kobe Cheddar Taco, Mr. Perkins, Maka uh, from uh, Wellington Paranormal, and Gizmo. Also from, you know, what we do in the shadows. <clears throat> it's a lot of lot of animals. Mm-hmm. It's the Sinatra. I don't remember you being Chinese. <laughs> I stand corrected. So that's some pet names. I have that up on a uh, on a gist if you want to see those. Uh, what else have I got here? So here's the thing. We compost, right? Yeah. And so yeah. what does that mean? Well, okay, like let's set aside for a moment that almost all of this stuff at this point in time is kind of BS. Like it all started with recycling. Like, oh, brown glass, green glass, blah, 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 blah. But like uh, from a practical standpoint, the truth is that if you live in the city that I live in, you're giving given three cans for your refuse, like a joke sized trash container. So, like we've got we've got one of those simple human cans with a 13 gallon bag in it. You can fit basically one and a half kitchen sized bags of trash in the trash by design because they're trying to get you to do compost and recycling, right? Which we did. And now we fill up the like 32 gallon quote unquote recycling. We're setting it aside, people. But, but we, yeah, but recyclable things and not that nonsense that the, 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 the like they hate overseas. Not like we're not going to put some, you know, a peanut butter stained 
jar in there. That's not helping anybody. But, you know, a lot of, a lot of aluminum and whatnot, right? But the, the trick is with the compost. Because here's the thing. For this strategy to really work, you have to lean into compost. Now, compost is not what it used to be. When my lady friend took an organic gardening class 15 years ago, it was all about, like, you know, making cool dirt for your yard. This is all about stuff that will degrade. So, you know, yes, coffee grounds. But also, it's okay to put eggs in because it's all just going to go into the degrading thing. But here's the problem. you got to put that in a bag, you understand, that also degrades. You understand? You put it into, like, a hefty, 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 like, that's not going to degrade, and you're kind of, you're cheating at compost. And also, they'll yell at you if, obviously, understandably, if you put plastic into the compost, right? Right? It it stands to reason. Okay, but you need a bag. And, like, we've gone all the way in. We've got a giant-ass bin. Like, you know, are you familiar with the uh, the Fracta uh, IKEA bags, the big blue bags? The ones that you can pick up to shop with in yeah, the store, exactly. but also buy and use. Well, on, on, I yeah. recommend buying and using them because they are transformative. It's 19 gallons of storage in a foldable a bag. bag. It's magic. But, okay, so imagine as it happens, the old, old, old recycling bins exactly accommodate an IKEA Fracta blue blue bag, which is perfect. Mm. So Daddy grabs mm. that by the handles, takes it outside. Okay, so that's good. And a nice big thing. So the biggest thing in our house reflects the biggest can outside. We have a big recycling can, so we got a big bin inside. And believe it or not, that does encourage you to to put things in recycling more. Now, here's the thing. Now, in the simple human, we got a splitter. Like on one side, uh, you're supposed to use it for recycling. We use it for compost. So a 13-gallon compost bag, 13 gallon. Now, you can get these bags. Now, here's the other thing. They'll get you one of those stupid little, like, three-gallon bins. Three gallons? What is this, an Airbnb? I work for a living. I need a big bag. But if you get a big bag, you see where we're going with this. You're an engineer. You understand. You put, now, well, what do we know about compost? It's heavy. It's wet and it's heavy. Heavy and wet. You put it into, <laughs> you put it into that brand they've got at Walgreens that everybody buys, or you put it into my favorite brand. I love this brand, Dan. If You Care. Have you ever got an If You Care product? I don't think so. If You Care. It sounds like literally everybody <laughs> who lives in the Bay Area talking on the internet at the same time, if you care. If you care, it sucks even more. Their coffee filter split, their bags are garbage. But here's the thing. So dad needs a way to grab 13 gallons. Oh, and let me ask you this. You've seen The Simpsons. You know, the person who knocks it over has to take it out. Well, I take all of them out. That is part. That is one of my jobs. It is in my portfolio. I am the Jared Kushner of garbage title. Like, I got to take care. That's all in my portfolio. I got to deal with all of that. But let's let's do the math. 13 gallons Imagine 13 gallons of compost and what it weighs. Well, it's not a huge deal, but that means I got to grab the bucket and carry it down because no way is one of these crappy compost bags going to make the trip down two flights of stairs and out without having a serious, you know, again, like the hefty commercials where there's going to be a blowout and I'm going to be humiliated in front of my family. My impotence will be made clear to everyone. I was in a pinch. I was going to get the usual totally stupid bags we get but i ordered a different kind of bag on a flyer from mm-hmm. amazon thinking here's what i thought dan you ready it's a mm-hmm. this it's a it's a sound bit <laughs> i figured that was, your, that was what the sound you made yeah because it's yeah. prompt thinking oh god i got these and it's got like handles like you know sort of like uh yeah like you know like any kind of bag where you get the, the handles on it and like so it's 13 gallons of bag plus the handles and I was like, mm, I find it very difficult to believe that I will be able to use those handles for anything except tying it closed. 
I hmm. certainly am not going to carry, let's be honest, 10 to 25 pounds of compost. Guess what? These bags rule, totally rule, totally rule. They totally rule. The handles actually work, and you can like put them in. They don't the, fly. The handles don't fly. They off. don't fly off. You know, you want a good steering wheel. Uh, no, that doesn't fly out of your hand. No, and like we both tested it with, and like we're both like this is probably one of the greatest products that has entered our life in recent times. And it sounds dumb, except if you are also, you're probably not a middle aged person who has a very impoverished imagination about the future. But like this has been a godsend. It's been. You know, part of an ongoing 22-year project for my lady and me, which is called the Tiny Life Improvement Project. Uh, explore ways that there's an unnecessary bit of friction in your life and then seek to remove that friction. Does your wife know that these things are ongoing or that they have these names or is it... All too is, well. Is she, all yeah. too well. And I'm not saying they're all popular because they are not. Many of my <laughs> omni omnibus programs... And people often don't know that they're living in a series of intricate and interconnected experiments... Which leads to me saying some. Well, that's why that's why I was asking. If well, she's I can't aware tell them, tell them about all of them. I mean, I'm not going to go get a whiteboard to put all my quirks on it. No. They have to learn slowly. It's all they can handle. It's like why you just see the grays a little bit at a time, and then you see a gizmo, and pretty soon we're all chocolate block and super gay for gizmos. Like the same thing here. You need to just discover all of my numerous emotional disabilities, like a little bit at a time. But you you never know. Like maybe I hung that towel that way for a reason for my work. Because a lot of what I do is like it's going to get folded back in. You can see, for example, on my popular program with Dan Benjamin about pound sign productivity, pound sign creativity. Mm. I'm converting that. I'm converting that. So I want to tell you about this thing. It's called Super Bio. Now, this is no Zhao uh, Fafa, but um, uh, it's called the Super Bio 13-gallon compostable handle. Wait, let me give you, let me give you the full thing here. Um, I'm clicking Super Bio 13-gallon compostable handle tie tall kitchen garbage bags 30 count one pack heavy duty food scrap trash bags certified by bpi meeting astm d6400 standards eco-friendly and convenient by super bio and you know i'm not trying to sell you a lizard and i'm not trying to persuade you about a bag i'm saying if you have ever had the struggles i have had with the 13 gallon compost bag lifestyle i i would recommend potentially looking into Super bio. And it's a very masculine name, much more than if you care. You've never seen if you care. It's even their mm. packaging is annoying. If you care. If you it sounds Google, Google, if, Oh yes, I have seen this. And they're almost all uniformly garbage. Yes, I've seen this. If you care. But what if I don't? <laughs> That's very it's very exclusive. It's, it's like those it's like those pop ups are like, no, I don't want to save ten percent. You know, no, I, I'm I, not interested despise, in saving money. I despise money. <laughs> the passive-aggressive language of those in particular. I don't like anything on my phone that includes a button that says maybe later. That should just, you should just have a button that says die on a fire. Um, <laughs> coffee, if you can. Um, anyway, I, that's one of the things. Uh, we should probably go. I think we're coming up on an hour, and I know you're not feeling well, Dirt Cat. Is there anything else I wanted to mention here that's exciting? Um, uh, the latest episode of No Such Thing as a Fish which is a podcast that I like a lot. I think it's a good starter episode. I want to recommend to people. I recently learned uh, that uh, you can finally do long presses on videos on, in YouTube on the Apple TV. And you can do stuff without having to actually watch the video. Do you remember, you ever deal with that? You ever deal with like, don't show me this channel anymore or like oh, yeah. watch later or whatever? Well, now there's yeah. a long press that will let you do stuff. 
Oh, wait, on the Apple TV? Yeah, apparently it looks like it might have been around since March, but it, I, I, I just tried it the other night and it worked. You know what else worked? And I think this might be because of the beta that I'm on. I'm not sure. Did you know that? I can't promise this will work for everybody, but I use an app called Plex. Yeah, of course. I got a Plex server on my yeah. various oh, Synologies, yeah. and that hooks yeah, up. There's yeah, a very yeah. good Apple TV app for watching Plex things. And uh, last night before bedtime, uh, we just wanted to dip into a little bit of Hunt for the Wilder Pe- People, which is a very good movie. Um, I'll put it in notes, notes, notes. Um, and I, I and just just for poops and, and, and giggles, I I said to the dingus, "Hey dingus, find the movie Hunt for the Wilder People." And guess what? It brought up the little the, the whatever that view is, which is like, hey, here's all the ways that you can buy and watch this. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that's kind of showing you like yeah. you can get it here, you stream and it's, it here. And I don't, I don't completely understand the logic of it. Like for some reason, the fact that it's available on I want to say f- not Fubo. What was the first one? But anyway, my options are down there. You can buy it from Apple, which I can't believe I haven't done yet. You can watch it on Fubo TV. But guess what? The second slot was oh, open with Plex. Like now, you're, do you get what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. These are these are like two semi-obscure things to normal people. Number one, yeah. you can talk to your remote control and tell it to find things. You have to learn. It sounds like I'm trying to be cute about it, but you, for example, if you want to watch a TV show, I can almost promise you, you need to say, find the TV show. Well, what we do in the shadows is obviously a bad example. Find the TV show Angie Tribeca. Because like, if you say just play blah... It will probably play you Apple Music. It's going to guess. And it's not good at guessing. Movies, it finds pretty easily, but it doesn't take that much more effort. It does help to, to give it a, a, some clues by saying, find the movie, Hunt for the Wilder People. Find the TV show, Angie Tribeca. I would say, Dan, if you would, I know you're very busy and you're ill. You're doing the strand. But what I would say is try this if you, have, if you are hooked up with Plex. Because, um, boy, that foretells an interesting future. If... Guess what? Now there's something that works with Plex that don't work with Netflix. <laughs> there's many things that work with Plex. But Netflix yeah. is always the, like, they talk about this on Downstream, one of my favorite podcasts. They talk about this, like, Netflix's or whoever's decision it was, probably Netflix. Netflix wants to be able to play on everything, but it, it like, it's happy to take, but it doesn't give. It does not want to be in the Siri mix, whatever that thing is called, where you can say it and find it. So we always end up like, but you know, that used to be true of Netflix and Plex. And it looks like at least for now, it's only true for Netflix. Plex is findable now. Isn't that exciting? It is a very nice integration. I think that's mostly it. Andy Bayo linked to an amazing thing called, have you seen Mm summarize.tech? You go to summarize.tech. Andy Bayo has been on fire lately at waxy.org. You, um, I mean, he's always on fire. He's perpetually on fire. He's, he's like basically like a, an infinite flame. Um, what's it called? What, what's the thing at Kennedy's gravestone? What do they call that? The never-ending flame? The is that a bangle song? Flame. Eternal flame. Yeah, sure. As this burning and eternal flame. And then, the, but the flame is, is, a, is, a, is a cheap trick song. I will be your flame. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know what's an underrated cheap trick song is uh, I Can't Take It. I'll find it for notes. Um <clears throat> Jesus, I'm not going to get anything done today. a summary of any long YouTube video, like a lecture, live event, or government This is not perfect, but I do think it's very interesting. In in a similar way to uh, an obsession or an interest that I share with uh, Mr. Bayo is that interest in um, 
AI stuff and like where that stuff is going, consumer facing like AI fun. But basically, yeah, you go to this thing and you paste in uh, like a YouTube video. I just did it. How was it any good? It, it sometimes gets major things wrong, but it frequently does pretty well. Can I ask what you pasted in and how it turned out? I pasted in one of the videos that I used to do for my morning news show, and it's it's computing it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it got it. Got it. Yeah, it got it. It sometimes no, I mean, does. It, it's, yeah, I mean, okay. I, you cannot. I would not count on it. Sometimes it's very confused about who's speaking and about what. But uh, it works. It worked. It did it. That's probably enough. We got to talk about things that are evolving into crabs. I have agreed to find a lot of things for notes, so we should go soon. Compost. Dan, do you think you're going to get your get your kids a dirt cat? <clears throat> I mean, it's <clears throat> something that I would like to seriously consider. It's I, I'm not here to sell you a lizard, but no. I think of the pet options that are out there, given what I know about you, which is too much, that it's a good balance of like, yeah, there's an animal in the house, but it hasn't taken over. There's a place where it likes being that's enclosed. I don't know, man. I think, you know what I'm going to say? Here's what I'm going to say. I'm just going to say this. If you're considering a dirt cat, I think you on your own without anybody else should, should just go and look at them at a pet store and see if you get a good feeling. I could see people being very upset. Twice a week I say to my wife, can you believe this thing lives in our house? Because if you don't like a lizard, it is eldritch horror. But if you like the lizard, if you enjoy the dirt cat, and you see that he's a very precious boy who has a lot of dignity, very strong, very strong, very wholesome feelings about his body and his low center of gravity. Right. You know, and he's very thoughtful because sometimes he just looks at the Pacific Ocean and goes, hmm, hmm. dirt cat. I hope you feel better soon. Let's button this well, up. thank you. I'm on, on the... Uh, on the on, mend. On, on the, the mend. The mend, yeah, however Okay, I, I love it. you. Love you too, Merlin Man.